We end tonight with one of the most potent powers on earth. It can change lives in an instant. Everyone has it. It's the power to forgive. Watch it now in action in Steve Hartman's Assignment America. Thank you, Lord. In a small apartment building in North Minneapolis, a 59-year-old teacher's aide sings praise to God for no seemingly apparent reason. Indeed, if anyone was to have issues with the Lord, it would be Mary Johnson. For all you've done for me. He never had a chance. In February 1993, Mary's son, Loramian Bird, was shot to death during an argument at a party. He was 20 and Mary's only child. My son was gone. The killer was a 16-year-old kid named O'Shea Israel. I wanted justice. He was an animal. He deserved to be caged. And he was. Tried as an adult and sentenced to 25 and a half years, O'Shea served 17 before being recently released. He now lives back in the old neighborhood, close to Mary. This close. He lives next door. Next door. How a convicted murderer ended up living a door jam away from his victim's mother is a story not of horrible misfortune, as you might expect, but of remarkable mercy. A few years ago, Mary asked if she could meet O'Shea here at Minnesota's Stillwater State Prison. As a devout Christian, she felt compelled to see if there was some way, if somehow, she could forgive her son's killer. What'd she say to you? I believe the first thing she said was, look, you don't know me, I don't know you, let's just start with right now. And I was befuddled myself. O'Shea says they met regularly after that. When he got out, she introduced him to her landlord, who, with Mary's blessing, invited O'Shea to move into the building. Today, they don't just live close, they are close. Clearly, Mary was able to forgive. Unforgiveness is like cancer. It will eat you from the inside out. It's not about that other person. Me forgiving him does not diminish what he's done. Yes, he murdered my son, but the forgiveness is for me. It's for me. For O'Shea, it hasn't been that easy. I haven't totally forgiven myself yet. I'm learning how to forgive myself, and I'm still growing towards, you know, trying to forgive myself and what it is I've done. To that end, O'Shea is now busy proving himself to himself. He works at a recycling plant by day and goes to college by night. He says he's determined to pay back Mary's clemency by contributing to society. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, y'all not ready for tonight? Arabia in here crying? Arabia, you can't be crying. We, we, we live now. We... <laughs> She said, I can cry. You, you can't tell me not to cry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason back in the building. Hey, man, this is a lesson for everybody involved. So I've been coaching lately a lot because people have been buying my books. And, you know, I have a special with my books. You know, you buy the book, I give you a free coaching session. And I've been reading some of the material that I've been giving out to the people that I'm coaching. And one book in particular, I've read it maybe four or five times before. But in giving it out 
to the clients, I said, okay, I got to revisit some of the key points in this book. The book is called Radical Forgiveness. I gave it to my girl because Lord knows I need her forgiveness. Y'all know I'm crazy. It's two of me in here. Help. No, listen, I, I gave the book to my woman. Like I said, Lord knows I need her forgiveness, right? But one of the one of one of the statements in the book it blew me away. I think everybody should get it. It's called Radical Forgiveness. It's by Colin Tippin. T I P P I N G. Colin Tippin, I believe, or T I P P O N, one of those. Radical Forgiveness. Oh, oh, here we go. The concept in the book, which is the topic for tonight. Forgiveness. Listen, this is going to hurt some people. This might hurt some people, but we, we got to go through it. If, if, if we're really meant for each other, if we're really meant to expand and grow. And this is a very powerful statement here in the book. Colin says this phrase, and then he goes on to explain it. He said, forgiveness is recognizing that nothing really happened to you. It happened for you. Now, a lot of people can't wrap their head around that. Nothing really happened to you. It happened for you. See, Again, we talked about love, one of the most bastardized terms in our relationship lexicon, but so is forgiveness. Because many people will utter it, but they will not embody it. Now, it's a hard thing to do. See, I tell people this all the time. I say, listen, you want unconditional love? You got to love yourself unconditionally. You want acceptance, you have to self-accept first. Self-acknowledge, self-realization. Every Listen, I, I keep telling y'all this, but I don't know who wants to hear the truth. Everybody wants to blame. Everybody wants to live in this victimhood space. And a lot of people don't believe certain concepts that are ancient. The ancient concept of you chose to be here. You have a soul contract with your family tribe. You got a soul contract with your friends. You got a soul contract with your lovers. And it is the mirror of relationship that wakes you up from spiritual amnesia. You forgot why you asked to come back to this space. And now you're back. And you're being hit with the curriculum that you asked to experience. Now, some people say, did, did the kid ask to be raped? Yep. Did the kid ask to be kidnapped? Yep. See, what, what you don't know about God. Let me, I, I want to go deeper. God is never ending, infinite unfolding listen to this last word experience 
An experience is the act of doing and being simultaneously. See, when you do something as you are in that moment, something changes in you. And for us human beings, we forget we're spirit having a human experience. We forget that. But it's relationship that brings this understanding back to the forefront. Forgiveness is recognizing that nothing really happened to you. It happened for you. I got questions because I don't know everything. It just blew me away as I'm reading this book because I'm dealing with all these people. We coaching. I'm trying to get them through today's situation. I'm going through my own. Do you understand? I'm going through my own situation, but I'm coaching you. DZ. Let's let's go in here. Does being hurt slash betrayed in your relationship happen in order to quicken your spiritual development? You got hurt and or betrayed because you might have been too comfortable. And spirit wants you to get into what you're supposed to be into. Get into why you're here so you can continue to flourish and develop as the being you chose to be before you came here. I don't I don't know. I don't know if that's real. 1-800-920-1580. If you disagree, somebody call me right now. Call me, call me, call me. You heard the lady. Where did the lady find the grace to embrace her son's killer? He lived next door. He lived next door to her now. Let me ask this question. Deeper question. Are relationships supposed to be painful? Are they supposed to be hurtful? Hmm? Are you supposed to be hurt? Dr. Jashana Johnson asked a great question in my life. She said, is it the truth that hurts or the insecurity that hurts? Uh, what is the true meaning of forgiveness? Do you know? Is hurt inevitable in relationships? Why is unconditional forgiveness seemingly more arduous to achieve when your heart is cold? Unconditional forgiveness seems more arduous to achieve when your heart is cold. Why is that the case? Can relational pain be connected to your self-realization journey? I know people don't ask these. People don't ask these types of questions. Let me ask that one again, because that might have just floated on by too quick. Can relational pain be connected to your self-realization journey? 1-800-920-1580. Don't listen, because y'all want to sit up in there like, 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 like Killmonger talking to uh, <laughs> Angela Bassett. Y'all was up here safe. You was in your relationship safe and comfortable, huh? <laughs> nah, auntie, I'm up in here. <laughs> I'm mayhem. 1-800-920-1580. Call me right now. I want to know. What does it take to forgive? If forgiving is letting go, does that mean you let it go and you don't remember 
Does that mean you let it go and you're no longer mindful of what happened? Who are you letting go for? Yourself or the other person? And even when you let go, what are you letting go of? 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, the voice of reason is going to open up the phone lines. We're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper in tonight's topic. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. You know you want some more, more. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. tonight I wanted to turn it down just a little bit you're listening to my playlist which is also my co-host the record is called Pink Flower by King Chino you want to get that record right now that's such a vibe Pink Flower by King Chino and I played this because you know, it's a delicate vibe. It's a, it's a feeling, right? And I feel like that's the vibe and the feeling of tonight's show. And and I have a whole crap ton of questions, but I want to center on are relationships supposed to be painful? Are they supposed to hurt? Right? And forgiveness is recognizing that nothing really happened to you. It happened for you what are we holding on when we're unforgiving what are we holding on to and 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 keep in mind everybody has their own timeline forgiveness everybody has a different timeline it may take you may take me a shorter time to heal then it takes another person to heal and forgive and get over and get through and process Everybody has their own forgiveness clock. And a lot of times, and you just got to be honest about it, a lot of times if somebody cares about you, they really love you, they're going to be invested in trying to undo what was done, right, or what they did, if they really love you. And then sometimes that desire to undo might push the person away because it's like I need my time to process. I'm not ready to just hop over it and get over it and be done with it, right? 
Then there's also uh, another piece to it. And, and sometimes as human beings, we're, we're selfish because uh, Dr. G put it in such a great framing. He, he was like, when somebody is hurt, they, they must guard against entitlement. He says, because you, you hurt me, now I'm justified in withholding, I'm justified, right, in not forgiving, and if we're talking about low-level vibrational forgiveness, I get to dangle what you did over your head as a means to motivate you to do what I want you to do. He says, anybody who is locked into that mindset are unworthy for relationship. That's a, that's a heavy angle to take. But it's all here's another twist. I hurt you. And now if I if I truly love you because if I truly love you I'm going to feel bad. That's part of being a human being. Right? There's going to be some remorse coming from me because I hurt you. So I'm going to be remorseful. I'm going to be empathetic. I'm, I'm going to be like, yo, wow, I'm sorry. And sometimes saying sorry too much is off-putting to the person you hurt as well. And then you can't ask the person to empathize with your remorse. For hurting them. Do you see? So it's very, it's, it's very an intricate little maze we get into when we hurt each other in relationship. Because if I care, I'm going to do everything in my power to undo the wrong that was done. Listen, listen. True or False. Forgiveness is an essential component of being able to attain mental, relational, physical, and spiritual well-being. It means forgiving yourself and forgiving those who have, a, who have caused you trauma, thereby creating space for more positive thoughts. Forgiveness can be both a psychological and spiritual journey. That is a quote by Dr. Le uh, Dr. Levy, right? Can forgiveness completely heal generational curses? What is an example of radical forgiveness? What makes it radical? Right? See, unforgiveness is like unholy matrimony to revenge, to entitlement. So you, you, you might want to be careful Allowing unforgiveness into your heart because sooner or later you may need a divorce from unforgiveness and all of the things that come with it. Resentment. Right. Resistance, aggression, microaggression, all this stuff, anxiety, depression, a lot of stuff comes with unforgiveness. I'm just asking now. 1-800-920-1580. I want to talk to some people because tonight's topic is different from a spiritual context. Forgiveness 
is recognizing that nothing really happened to you. It happened for you. Do you agree or disagree with that notion? Because many people claim to be religious. They claim to be spiritual. They claim to be a lot of stuff, insightful, wise. But from a spiritual context, nothing really happened to me. It happened for me. The pain served as an escalator for my consciousness to go from one level to the next. But the real challenge here is for me to let go of my entitlements, a victimhood mentality. And this isn't to say victims don't exist. I love the way Dr. Uh, uh, my, my homeboy, Dr. Alan Berger, the author of uh, Emotional Sobriety. What man? 12 Steps to Emotional Sobriety, Dr. Alan Berger. He wrote the foreword in the Shrouded Lighthouse book, my Shrouded Lighthouse book. I like the way he put it. He said, we're all victims of victims. And in the Colin Tippin book, he talks about soul contracts that were signed, sealed, and delivered before we got here. Our souls recognized the assignment when we met. 1-800-9-20-15-80. When I come forward, I'm going to the phone lines. People want to talk. of Reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams only on KBLA Talk 14-year-old boy shot and killed an innocent teenager to prove himself to his gang. At the trial, the victim's mother sat still and silent until the end when he was convicted of the killing. As he was being taken away in handcuffs, the mother of the boy who was shot stood up slowly looked him in the eye 
and said, I'm gonna kill you. And sat back down and the boy was taken away. After being in prison for a year or so, the mother of the slain boy goes to visit him. Now that boy had been living on the streets before the killing and she was the only visitor he ever had. Not even the gang members came to visit him. Now he was kind of frightened before she came, but she said, no, I, I just want to talk to you. And for a time they talked and when she left, she gave him some money for cigarettes. And then she started step-by-step step visiting him more regularly, trying to understand the guy who killed her child. And she goes every few months. And when he's about to get out at the age of 18, she asks him, what are you gonna do when you get out? He said, I've, I've got no idea. I've got no family, I, I don't know. She said, well, I, I've got a friend who owns a little factory and maybe I can get you a job there. So she arranges it with the parole officer. And then she said, where are you gonna stay? He said, I, I don't know where I'm gonna go. I don't, I don't have anybody. She said, well, I've got a spare room and you can stay with me. So he comes and stays with her. So after six months, she pulls him aside and she says, you know, I, I really gotta talk to you. Come on in the living room and, and sit down, let's talk. So she sits opposite to him and looks him in the eyes and says, do you remember in court the day you were convicted of murdering my son for no reason at all? And I said, I was gonna kill you. He said, yes, ma'am, I'll never forget that day. She looked back at him and said, well, I did. I did not want the boy who murdered my son to live on this earth anymore. I wanted him to die. And that's, that's how I set about changing you and bringing you things and giving you a job and letting you live here with me. And you're not that same person anymore. That old boy, he's gone. But I don't have anybody. And I wanna know if you would stay here. I wanna know if I could adopt you as my son. And he said yes. These are real stories now. The voice of reason. I, 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 we want to do real work tonight. These are real stories. People are losing their kids and adopting the killers and befriending and forgiving the, 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 the killers. Now, I'm not. Listen. So when you hear me say. When you hear me say, I want you all to hear this. When you hear me say. Christianity is based on sacrifice. God sacrifices his only begotten son. The sacrifice is a metaphor for unconditional love. The verse starts, for God so loved the world 
that he sacrificed his only begotten son. It's a metaphor. You can't reach unconditional love without sacrifice. So what are you sacrificing? You're sacrificing your ego. You're sacrificing entitlement. You're sacrificing victimhood. The beginning of the show, we let's go back to the to to the topic. Forgiveness is recognizing that nothing really happened to you. It happened for you. I'm here to offer and you guys, I'm gonna let the callers in, but I'm here to offer something. Could pain be the ultimate change agent in your life? I, I, I know people don't want to hear that, but could it be the ultimate? Ch- you spend most of your life running away from discomfort. You're trying to run to ease. You're trying to run to pleasure. You're trying to run to happiness. But maybe you need to sit with dissatisfaction for a while. Maybe you need to sit with upset, disappoint disappointment maybe you need to sit with heartbrokenness for a minute because there is a transformation going on see there i i i've i've said this before and i don't know if we're connecting all of the dots when i said the universe is fine-tuned physicists know it the universe is fine-tuned they call the place we live in the in in this galaxy they call it the goldilocks zone because only here in this space could life actually exist it don't exist nowhere else the goldilocks space this is we live in the goldilocks zone okay and when you get down to the universal constants they're so precise that even the theoretical physicists are saying the universe might be uh, designed. Now, if you say it's designed, you're not. You're now saying there, there's God. Now you say you don't want to say God. You don't want to use the G word. That's fine. God just means good from the German "gut." That's okay. Fine. You, but you don't want to address that concept. They say the universe has a designer. Now they're even saying, guess what? There's something before the Big Bang that set it off. So listen, if a person can forgive their begotten's killer, you can't forgive your baby mama for not letting you see the kids. You can't forgive your man for cheating on you. Now, I'm not saying everybody's forgiveness looks the same. It don't. And and shouldn't be expected to. I I, I don't know if you are y'all ready for tonight's show. We got callers. Okay. Okay. Okay, look, we're gonna come forward. Because I'm excited too. We're gonna come forward. And then I'm going right to the callers. Whoever's been on the longest, man, we gonna kill. Is it good to you? Good to you. More voice of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Come forward. Yeah. You know you.
wants some more, more. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 
Number one, you got to get out of crisis. How do you do that? Might take therapy with Zoe Williams. It might take, you know, exercise. It might take eating better. It might be taking uh, the the moves to take the bull by the horns on whatever problem is is in, inflicted upon you and doing everything you can possible. Because that's what I did. Because I didn't know what else to do. And so, does pain have to happen? I don't know, but pain is a reality of human beings' life and their spirituality. And when it comes to a relationship, brother, whoever you're, you know, dealing with, this is what I'm saying is that, you know, take it easy on one another and and realize that no matter what the craziness is, yes, you can forgive. Because you know what? This life on this planet is way too short. Why in the hell are you going to waste it griping all the time or having some negativity? I can't stand negativity, even though it is a part of life, and, and you can't just be positive all the time. But I'll tell you what, I will wake up every morning saying, Aloha, good morning. That's what I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> My brother Sean from, oh, from Hawaii, aloha. <laughs> we appreciate you, Sean. Aloha, brother. Thank you, man. Um, no, no, listen, I, I'm coaching people, right? But make no mistake, my girl is coaching me. Oh, make no mistake. You're not on the mic, woman. Lord, my woman is coaching me. I'm just saying. We got callers, man. People want to talk. Reggie, Austin, Texas, get in here. What's up, Zoe? What man, up, brother? Off, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to um, Arabia. And to Andy, this energy is so cool, man. Um, I need that. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's just it's it's just so refreshing, bro. It really is. Now you asked a question. Um, you asked what do we hold on to in forgiveness, and you asked is pain the ultimate change agent? Yes. Um, that's tough, man. I think pain is an ingredient in in what we do. Pain is an ingredient in changing your life. Um, I like to cook, and Garlic is a spice that I use, but I don't use the same spice in every dish that I make. But it's a it's an ingredient in what I do. Um, I don't want every dish I make to to taste the same. So I need I need different spices here and there. So yeah, you gonna have pain in in your life, but it won't be the overwhelming um, ingredient in your life. If it is, then you need to make some changes. Okay, well then um, say pain is is white pepper. Don't say pain is garlic. Oh, whatever then, it is, man. You gotta say it. Well, you don't even know how to cook, do you, Reg? You done, you done told us right now. You don't know hey, how to cook hey, nothing. No. I, I know how to follow directions. How about that? <laughs> you know Go saying? ahead, brother. Go ahead. Man, um, I think as far as what we hold on to in forgiveness, we hold on to our perspective. Mm. We hold on to our ego. And we hold on to our experiences. And our justification. I can't make you... Absolutely, but that's, and that's that's a that's a cinema of, of our perspective, as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the pain we hold on to those things, so the pain doesn't happen again. You know, um, in my past, man, I've never feared death. I feared pain, and I didn't want the pain to happen. I mean, I'm thinking if I die, there's no pain. But as far as the pain is concerned, I wanted to stop that, and so I held on to my ego, I held on to my experiences, and I held on to my perspective. Um, to stop the pain from happening again. But I learned that the perspective that you have while you're going through a thing is different than the perspective that you have 
while you've gone through a thing. Mm. And so I don't look to, to analyze a thing as I'm going through it. I open my mind to the possibility um, of peace. And that's just a, a, a hope and a promise. I open my mind to, to, to a hope and to a promise that this is not the end of my life. This is not the end of whatever I'm doing. Um, I'm going to make it through whatever it is. And I do that until the pain subsides. Then I change my spirit to evolve so that I can learn a lesson from what I've gone through. And so I don't look at my my mind the same as I'm going through it as one that has gone through it. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to change that, man. And I think if you can if you can alter your mind, you can alter your spirit because we're spirits having a human experience. Then you give yourself the opportunity to hope. You give yourself the opportunity to to fulfill that promise. It's still there. It may be um, shrouded in 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 pain, but it's still there. And I can't I can't deny that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I think we worry about the pain subsiding and we get thrown off. Pain is a distraction. I'm not going to be distracted by the pain. I'm going to live through it. Um, I'm going to live through whatever I'm going through. And as far as forgiveness, we don't just forgive the activity. Uh, man, we forgive the emotions that surround the activity, the emotions, the collateral damage that, that comes from the activity. Uh, so you're not just forgiving a person for doing this or that. You're forgiving yourself for thinking this or that and get thrown off your square by what somebody else did. Wait, stop, stop, stop. Hold on, hold on. You're forgiving yourself for thinking this or that. That that little snippet right there is a whole show because it reminds me of Krishnamurti. It reminds me of Bruce Lee. People think Bruce Lee was just a martial artist. He was also a philosopher. He went to school. He was a philosopher. He went to Washington University. He was a philosopher. So the, uh, yeah, think, forgive yourself for thinking this or that. Right. So Krishnamurti right. put it this way. He said many of us are not dating the person. We're dating our image of the person. Absolutely. So when the mm-hmm. image is tarnished, now it's like you, you, it's an injury to the person who projected this image onto the person or the person who's projecting the image onto the person that they hurt. Because now they have an image of you. It's like that person would never hurt me. Oh, mm. this is heavy. Stay with me. Mm. Stay with me, Reggie. Reggie from Austin, Texas is in the building. He's always cooking. When we come forward, we're going to keep learning from this show. Trust me, we got a lot more to talk about. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Injured in a car accident or at work? The Accident Guys can come to you almost anywhere, so you don't have to come to us. Se habla espanol. We begin top story with late breaking news. Is it going to succeed, yes or no? I think it's going to succeed. It's going to succeed. It's going to succeed. Can you believe it? 
Y'all did it. KBLA Talk 1580 is about to celebrate its second anniversary on Juneteenth. And no terrible twos around here. We couldn't be more excited about all the good news we'll be announcing soon, including the launch of some new shows to keep giving you more of what you've been looking for. Come on! Smart Radio for smart people. Hey, it's our celebration, but you get all the gifts. We'll be giving away fresh merch, swag bags, and a chance for you to join the private invitation only. Star-studded music and dance till you drop food and drink galore. Second anniversary celebration. To stay in the know about the second anniversary details, download the KBLA Talk 1580 app right now. Don't miss out on your chance to be a winner. At KBLA Talk 1580, when we come forward, we're bringing everybody with us. Happy anniversary, KBLA! I'm Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. If your relationship is in trouble, I'm the dude to call. Has your soulmate become your cellmate? Does black love still exist? What are your bedroom turnoffs? Fantasies and fetishes. Financial infidelity. I'm dating a fat person. Are they worth the wait? Trust me, this is gonna be crazy. How about the heavy stuff? The child wasn't his, and he still had to pay child support. It's a very heated topic. How was that right? Mama's baby, daddy's maybe. I just have so many questions I want to ask you. I just like to kiss it. There's something wrong with that. Damn. He helped me. Had a vasectomy. I'm pregnant. Betrayal has been committed. He hit you with a bad pipe routine. How does he maintain his humpacity? He likes it when it pinches my neck. Why can't you open up, brother? I'm a karate man. Karate man rules on the inside. They don't show their weaknesses. Yeah. How do you write women so well? So William. Reason and accountability. The voice of reason. When someone has wronged us or has abused us in some way, uh, we either have feelings of hostility and resentment. Oh, we must file a suit. <laughs> no, in a minor, in a minor sense, if they uh, abuse us or, or if they wrong us, we sometimes have feelings of uh, resentment and hostility against them. And sometimes we might tend to forgive them and let it go. So uh, my question here is, uh, where, where must we draw a line? to hold the wrongdoer responsible for what he does mm. and where and when, when should we know to forgive him and when should we know to let it go? So, this is the question. Uh, see, this is not about the other person. The choice for you is this. If you are given a choice, right now for all of you, if you are given a choice that you can either live joyfully, blissfully or miserably, or in anger, or in stress, or in resentment, what is your natural choice? You must choose, I'm going to bless you right now. What is your natural choice? Joyfully, isn't it? Because every human being is looking for highest level of pleasantness for himself or herself. You can call it joy, you can call it bliss, these are just words. Essentially, we want highest level of pleasantness for ourselves. If your body becomes pleasant, we call this health. If it becomes very pleasant, we call this pleasure. If your mind becomes pleasant, we call this peace. If it becomes very pleasant, we call this joy. If your emotions become pleasant, we call this love. If it becomes very pleasant, we call it compassion. If your very life energies become pleasant, we call this bliss. If it becomes very pleasant, we call it ecstasy. If your surroundings become pleasant, we call this success. Only to… only to make your… Man, sad guru. That's a clip of sad guru. He ain't really sad, that's just his name, sad guru. He, 
He's dropping jewels. Welcome to the second hour of The Voice of Reason here on KBLA Talk 1580, where The Voice of Reason curates relationship conversations. Let me just say, I agree partially with what he's saying. Uh, there's, there's deep truth in what he's saying. The only thing is, uh, I make room, or we should, I'm learning to make room for everybody's style for dealing with hurt, for everybody's path, for how they get to unforgiveness. Uh, you know, I'm a complex person. And for me, my path is, all right, we spilled the milk. Let's get the, let's get the brawny. Let's wipe it up and let's move on. But some people have a different methodology, a different modality of dealing with that. And when you've done things your way all the time, it sometimes is very difficult to create the space for another to have their own modality and methodology for dealing with hurt. I do believe hurt is intrinsic. I love what Reggie said. We're going to bring him right back. I love what he said about hurt being part of the ingredients part of the spice mix but it's not one of the dominant spices it's it's white pepper but it's in there and sometimes we could get a little heavy-handed with the white pepper reggie please wrap your thought brother <laughs> man i think we can use pain or our white pepper whatever you want to call it to um to change our perspective to change our ego and to change our experiences we aren't bound by any of those things um and when when Pain robs you of certain things. You can't let pain rob you of your dignity. Let, let pain rob you of your perspective. Let pain rob you of your ego or your experience. And so that you can understand that there are more things that can happen. There are better things that can happen. There's a, there's a lesson that can happen. And so that's how you use pain in a positive way. No, I agree with you 100%, man. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank can you answer, me, can answer, answer one question for me, man? Yeah. Um, you, you, gave, you gave a book. Uh, Alan Berger, The Twelve Steps. Yeah. You mentioned Colin Tippin. What was the title for Colin Tippin? Radical Forgiveness. He's got two of them. And I suggest you get both of them. Right? Radical mm -hmm. Forgiveness, Colin Tippin. And then the other one is Radical Self-Forgiveness. All right. All right. Appreciate you, good yeah. brother. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. Thank you, you. And let me just say this, too. Spiritually, spiritual people can manipulate other people, right? Because and, and I would say so-called spiritual people, not authentic spiritual people, but so-called spiritually evolved people can manipulate other people. And, and I say that to say this. Uh, you know, you can throw it out there, a spiritual truth. Like, hey, you know, you may have, you know, had a, a spiritual contract written before you came here, before you came to earth. You incarnated, the relationships carnated, and you got your lessons that you chose. I, I think it would be disingenuous for me not to mention this. 
a lot of so-called spiritual people will use that as their argument to prevent themselves from apologizing for what they did. Right? They, they'll go to the, you know, you chose this experience. You chose your people. You chose your family. You chose cheating. No. 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 I, I, I think if, if we're in the business of forgiveness, we also must be in the business of genuine, remorseful contrition. Especially if you love the person. Now, if you don't love the person, then it doesn't really matter, right? It doesn't really matter. But if you love the person and you hurt the person, you must be sincere, you must be genuine, and you must be contrite. It must be real because that contrition will be the mortar for the new walls you guys build together. If there's no contrition, there's no stability in the walls that are being built up around. So, so there are some spiritual people that will throw it out like, you do know you, uh, you chose this experience. And I think, I think that's wrong to do, right? I think that's wrong. And you know, it's just, uh, yes, there's this, I believe that there's a spiritual contract, but it don't feel good in the moment when what you agreed to spiritually, if that is something that actually happens, right? Uh, when, when, when you hurt your partner, man, especially somebody you care about, and I'm not saying you get to hurt other people. I'm just saying when you love somebody and you hurt them, contrition, man. Yeah, it's got to be real. All right, let me get these callers. People have been on. Let's get them on. Let's get them on. True Monger, Dallas, Texas. Get in here. Yes, sir. Yeah, you got hung up on 12 times, but it's okay. <laughs> you back, True Monger. We love you, man. Get in here and talk to me about tonight's topic. Oh, man. Uh, I think forgiveness is. It could be a difficult thing for people because, as we were saying before, those experiences stick with you. Everybody's going to process them differently. Um, some people may never forgive certain things that happen to them. And I, I, I still, I'm still thinking about something you said earlier, saying people chose for certain things to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm still questioning that because I don't think anybody asked to be violated in whatever way they will violate it. I don't think anybody really asked for that, but it does happen. But it's about, I guess it's about how you deal with it going forward. Um, some things are just hard to forgive. And it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of patience, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of self-forgiveness to even get to that point. Because like you were talking about earlier, about the people who are adopting the murderers of their children. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. It is a different level, true? It is. Mm -hmm. And this is why I played those videos because that is the extreme. And if they can yeah. reach it, you know we have the resources to heal relational hurts. It's possible. Hurt is well, hurt. Hurt is hurt. Yeah. It is, it's all pain. 
But mm-hmm. I had to give because sometimes you need to see an example of somebody over somebody climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, somebody climbing K2, somebody climbing mm-hmm. the Himalayas. You need to see it to know that it's possible. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, you're right. And like I said, it's going to take people going through seeing examples and actually, actually processing what really happened to even get to that point. Because I don't know if I can get to a point if I could, I, I could forgive somebody who murdered someone I cared about, especially if it was a child. But I can understand it. Just go ahead and say, I ain't that spiritual, true? You can say it. I'm, I, I'm no. with you. I, 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 we, say, I say like this. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Somebody hurt one of mine. I, I, I ain't that spiritual, true. I promise you. I'm going to be right with you. We're we going to be like, where they at? Let's go get them. I'm it's saying. Hard. It, 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 it's, it's hard, man, because, you know, you, especially if it's, like, very recent, you may want to get you may want to get some payback on that person for violating you in whatever way they did. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, that's when you got to get away from them. You got to stay away from them. Give, give, if you can, give some time, let some time pass. Try to think soundly and not emotionally, because emo- thinking emotionally is what gets you locked up. One hundred percent. To me, yeah. So try to stay out of a position that can get you caught up or killed or possibly. Um, try to let some time pass. Try to process what it is. True. To get to that point to where. Wait, yep. wait, wait, one second, True. Real, real quick, thank you for that little piece of wisdom. I retract my last statement about riding with True. Go ahead, finish your, your thought, True. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> you can get to that point with, um, you can actually be around that person. Not saying that you forgot what happened, because that, that stuff is going to stick with you. No matter what you say, that stuff stays with you. But if you can get to the point where you're around that person and you don't feel like attacking them, doing harm to them, mm. you say anything harmful to them. If you just be around them and even somewhat being indifferent, you know, just don't have no kind of reaction to them. To me, that's a step. That's a sign of forgiveness. That's a big step for a lot of people. Indifference is that point. indifference is heavy. Call back, Heru Ali. Indifference is heavy, though. Maybe not. Maybe not indifference. Because mm-hmm. you you'd rather not be around somebody than to be around somebody and be indifferent towards them. I don't think that that's good. I don't think that indifference is a. Heavy... I'm just saying, if you if you happen to be around them, yeah. You know, oh, you mean like you in the mall, walking by each other yeah. in the mall? Okay, fine. Yeah, okay, you never then. know when you might run into somebody. Right. But if you get to, if it pops up in your head, if you get to a point where you're like, yeah, this and this happened, that's how I dealt with it at the time, I'm no longer on that at this point in time. I've kind of grown past it. Mm-hmm. And I can think about it and not get angry. Or sad, not to just keep moving forward. To me, that's a level of forgiveness. They don't even know about it. Um, just keep moving. Man, I've been talking to Truemonger like we sitting here in the cigar lounge. Brother, thank you for the call. You brought Dallas, Texas <laughs> in the building. We appreciate yes, the insight from my brother Truemonger. When we come forward, more phone calls. Tonight is on fire. Forgiveness is recognizing that nothing really happens to you. 
it happens for you. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. You know you want some more. More. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. My co-host, the legendary, the incomparable, the purple one, When Two Are In Love by Prince. Wow. Fire record, man. That guy was special beyond the meaning of the word, man. That was a great record, When Two Are In Love. And I think it's an appropriate record, man, because... That's a love, the love he's describing, you know, slow motion rain and yeah, just, what is going on, Prince? The love he's describing, it just feels like it can survive anything. But I will say this, as works in progress, that love will be asked to survive some things. And many times people don't, This is a heavy thing to say. But many times, people won't let love talk, as Kendrick says. Shut up when love talking, (laughs) right? Sometimes we let our ego talk. We let our fear talk. We let our, our, our betrayal talk. We let our distrust talk. And this is why we can't reach a level where our hearts are cleansed of whatever infraction we bring to each other. It's it's a it's a heavy space to be in. We got Heru Ali from Battle Creek, Michigan. I want to bring him in right now. Get in here, brother. I know you got a lot to say, and he's going to talk about the end of the world, I'm sure. Talk to us, <laughs> Heru. <laughs> None of that matters, because when the world ends, who's going to be digging those ditches? Not, Who? not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> not, not, not on this fire topic tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> Peace and love to the family of nations. Honor so Andy Arabia. Honor to the God to have a smiley. Listen, uh, I I had to call in 
because um, I agree with you partially on the forgiveness. Now, listen, all of the excerpts that you played about the forgiveness, forgiveness of the children being killed, nah, ain't with that. Ain't with that at all. <laughs> I know. Uh, in, 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 <laughs> I know. In the chat, I need a life for a life. <laughs> I need a life for a life. Listen, I understand all of the trappings and all of the the uh, the setups from this government who hates us, who's racist, and all of that type of stuff. Here we yep. go. Uh huh. Here we you go. You still didn't have to do it. <laughs> you still didn't have to do it. So guess what? No, we're not gonna let justice play out. Because guess what? Uh, those that are taking you to the courtroom and all that stuff, you're, you're just an obstacle. You're, you're just a means to an end. Because I'm coming for it because I ain't got nothing to lose. All my children are grown and gone. I ain't got nothing to lose. It's just me. I'm so, responsible for me. Wait, hold on, Haru. I, wait a minute. You do this all Talk the time. You do this all the time. You done came in here. Res- and turned our and turned our forgiveness discussion into a revenge discussion. Here you are. No. And, and there's no place you can hide. There ain't nowhere you're gonna be able to go to that I ain't gonna be able to. That's where you at right now. That's I want you to take it from 10 and bring it down I to five. I will find you and I will <laughs> on some taking side of the game. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm respectful. I'm sorry. I'm gonna fall back. Go ahead. Listen, here there's there's levels to everything, so yes? No, I agree. I I am one who um who 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 thinks in, in my being that I'm spiritual, that um if if I uh offend someone, I'm I'm the first one to apologize, I try and make amends. You know, I try and you know give tribute to try and make it over. But you touch one of mine. Yeah. Touch one of mine. We ain't talking about. We talking about familiar. We talking about our, our, my children. We ain't talking about relationship right now. <laughs> there, there is nothing. No, I'm not adopting you. But if I do, that's a strategy. Because oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'll leave that there. I'll leave that there. What I what I have been practicing respectfully is sometimes you just have to let stuff go. Wait, hold on before you go there because that, yes, that that's key. We're gonna deal with that. That's key. Yes, but sir. before you go yes, there, w- weren't you a, a preacher at some point? A I was. I was a minute absolute devout. Jesus plus nothing. Jesus plus nothing. I love it. Now, let yeah, me- absolutely. What does the Bible say about forgiveness? I'm just curious. If you don't forgive, how are you going to be forgiven? But also... No, it don't it say... Does what say verse is that? That's the book of Heru. I, 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 listen. <laughs> if you I'm don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. I ain't going to be able to... Yeah, but listen, there used to be uh, cities of refuge for folks who kill people to run to that were being pursued by their family to get their reciprocity, wait, their wait. balance. How are you defending the point before we explore what I'm talking about? Come <laughs> I'm on, Harry. <laughs> I'm going to fall back. I'm listening. As a, as a former minister. Yeah, and I'm, I'm an apostate. You're an apostate now. <laughs> yeah, the hottest, the hottest place in hell is reserved for me. Let's okay, I'm just asking, what does the Bible say? Because I know in the book of Luke, it says he who loves or he who forgives little loves little. Jesus said that. You already. 
Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. just asking. Mm-hmm. I, you, you already know. I, I just want to know. My I love my neighbor. Listen. <laughs> I, I okay. absolutely love my neighbor. But wait, but guess what? Wait, my can get it too. But wait, they, wait, uh, wait a minute, Harold. Let me ask you this. <laughs> okay. What does the Bible say about serving two masters? Oh, I'm, I'm not serving any. I'm master, just asking. But it says you can't. You can't serve two masters. All right. You'll hate one and love the other. All right. Stay with me. When we come forward. Yes, listen, sir. Yes, sir. Stay with me. Don't leave, Haru. <laughs> I, I need to talk to you because Haru tripping right now, and we got to rein him in a little bit. Now, I, no, I'm 100 percent with Haru. Actually, I got kids, so I, I feel what Haru is feeling like. We'll be in we'll be in that old rusty truck together going after who I, I, I know we're not supposed to. But I'm saying many of us serve two masters. We serve the ego. We serve resentment. We serve fear. We serve anxiety. We serve depression. Many of us serve those masters while speaking the words of forgiveness. When we come forward, we'll deal with the rest of it. This time is deep unknown. It is mine. This thought it leads the back. Come play with me. Let's drown each other in each other's emotion. Play with me. He's on fire tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams. Only on KBLA Talk track is comfort zone there can be no forgiveness unless we create a comfort zone the name of the track is comfort zone my playlist is my co-host the group is called the name of the group is kind of weird evil needle evil needle the track is called comfort zone such a vibe but you got to create a comfort zone. And when you hurt somebody, you you, you got to create, you got to rebuild the trust. You got to rebuild the peace. You got to rebuild the safety. You got to rebuild the honesty. 
you have to create a safe place, right? You have to create a safe space. Sukha, your spirit must be, you know, imbued with the Sanskrit term or the Pali term sukha. Good space must be in your spirit. And you can't be, you can't have good space within yourself unless you truly acknowledge what you have done, the infraction. It's a heavy topic tonight. Forgiveness is recognizing that nothing really happened to you. It happened for you. I am delving into the concept that maybe, just maybe, hurt might be used to reach enlightenment. This is a heavy topic. Okay, let's get Heru in here. Heru, finish your thought, good brother, Battle Creek, Michigan. Wrap it up. Listen, I completely agree about that. Uh, everything that happened to you was to better you. Uh, in the Bible, you know, you mentioned previously that I was a, a minister. All things work for the good. Those are the calling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Every every hurt, every pain was to move you on to a different level. Absolutely. But if you but. touch one of mine. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, I'm sorry, not but. Nevertheless. <laughs> Nevertheless. <laughs> You touch one of mine. I got to get you. I got to get you. <laughs> I got to. My soul won't rest. I was speaking earlier about uh, letting go versus forgiveness. I've often asked people, who should I forgive? The person who raped my mother, my wife, my, my, my daughters, versus the person who killed my brother. That, that was the option. Those were the two options. I feel like I'm talking to Dexter yeah. right now. <laughs> you remember the TV show Dexter? Like, you're going to go you get know, everybody. You know, my, you, you know my background. <laughs> That's why I'm saying. I feel like Dexter is on the line. You like, know my back. Absolutely. I have yeah, a code. No, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not forgiving any of them. And guess what? My lack of not forgiving any of them and my lack of not being able to exact my revenge on them doesn't mean that my life is not going to be good because I'm always going to be waiting in the wings. Okay, thank you, Harold. We don't want you to incriminate. Peace and love to the family and nation. I love y'all. Heru Ali, Battle Creek. I knew this was going to be wild. That's why I gave him space. I knew it was going to be. We trying to zen out and here. I'm going to be waiting. I got a list now. This is the reverse Santa. <laughs> like, what in the world? Cali Soul, Denver, Colorado. Get in here and bring some sanity to us. I don't know if I got any sanity for you. <laughs> Here we go. So um, one, of my, one of my generational assignments that I've been very aware of is, like, learning to love as mothers and daughters. I come from a lineage of mothers and daughters who do not like each other. Mm. My great-grandmother and my grandmother didn't get along. My mom and my mother didn't get along, and now I see where my mom and I <laughs> can't see eye to eye. So I'm moving through this, and I definitely believe in 
us choosing our families. Ever since I was a little girl, I've been very detached from my family. There's, I've experienced a lot of death, a lot of abuse and different things like that to the point where, like, when people make their transitions, I'm actually relieved. Wow. I'm grateful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful that a lot of healing took place between my grandmother and I because my grandmother and I, we used to be hard when I was a little girl. Like, so much so to where, you know, she was verbally abusive. So people would look at me and tell me how beautiful I was, but I always heard her voice in the back of my head telling me how ugly I was. Mm. So it was very hard for me to embrace who who I am now. I'm grateful for that, though, because I see if I would have known how cute I was when I was younger, I'd have been a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> So, so so in an inverted I, way, it was a protection. It was a protection. It was a beautiful protection. Um, <laughs> it was an interesting thing last year that happened because I've been working on this assignment. Like, and I'm telling you, my mom and I, we go, we, we, we don't, you know, physically fight or anything. But on a spiritual level, you know, um, we, we, we battle. It, it's like a, a tug of war. Last year, I was out in my garden, and I was cutting down. I was winterizing my garden, so you got to cut down your Brussels Brussels sprout bushes. You got to deadhead them, and a Brussels sprout, the 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 sternum on it is thick, like a leg or like an arm or something, right? So I'm sitting here and I'm sawing at this thing for like three minutes. Couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. Do you know that when I finally got that thing down? And I have it on video. When I finally got that thing down, my mother called me and told me, you need to come get me. I'm on the floor. I just broke my leg. Mm. <laughs> and spiritually, I was like, what? <laughs> what just happened? We're moving through some things, you know, as a family, as, as mother and daughter, we're moving through some things. So I absolutely believe that we pick our families. It, it may sound hard to believe. Um, even the sexual abuse that I experienced as a young girl, mm-hmm. it it's kind of guarded me and kept me to where I'm just now in my 40s in my sexual unfoldment. Mm. And it's a beautiful thing because I'm like, again, if I don't know, I probably would have been a hot, hot mess because I, I don't know if you remember some of my history, but my grandmother was actually a madame of a whorehouse. Mm. And my my mother was wait hold on, a product hold on of infidelity. Wait, hold on, hold on, mm-hmm. hold on. We got to come forward, but Lord have mercy, you are slapping us all around this studio. Just stay with us. When we come forward, we're gonna get the rest of this story from Callie Soul, Denver, Colorado. She's got a lot to talk about. Is it good to you? Good to you? More voice of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Come forward. You want some more? More. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 
playlist <laughs> is definitely my co-host tonight. This is the instrumental of Soul Food. You know by who, Goody Mob. Come on, y'all. It's a vibe in here tonight, and it's important that I took the words out of it for most of the for most of the records because I wanted y'all to feel more. Because that's a lesson that I am learning. I gotta learn how to feel more. You know, I struggle with it. I, I don't care. I, I struggle with it. So, Callie Soul was telling us about her grandmother being a madam. Can you wrap that into your final thought? Talk to us. Callie, where are you? Cal you know, Callie will put us on mute and go. I put y'all on mute. And flipped a, a salmon <laughs> croquette. She was over there flipping us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, okay. Callie, don't do us like so, get in here and wrap your thought. <laughs> I'll be trying not to make too much noise in the background. So yeah, um and and my my grandfather was a psychiatrist. My mother was his daughter and and she was a product of infidelity. So, you know, my grandmother had to look at this child that she created with this man that would never have her, right? Um, so there was a lot of pain there between the two of them. So, you know, I, like I said, I'm just, I'm moving through this and I'm still like trying not to completely give up. Cause I remember when my grandmother was transitioning, my cousin looked at me in the hospital and he's like, I don't want the family to fall apart. And <laughs> he must've picked up on me spiritually. Cause I'm thinking, yo, as soon as she's gone, I'm out. No one will hear from me. But, you know, I've moved past that and done my best to keep in touch with folks and move through moments. And it's a hard family. It's street life. This, this family is street life. Well, I, I come from dope dealers and hustlers and all of that stuff. So I'm just, I'm still asking God, like, how do I move through this? And God just keeps telling me moment by moment, you know, you can't sit down and make out a plan because that's not how it's going to happen. And typically, <laughs> the and, and typically, death doesn't kill the wound. <laughs> you, no. you see? <laughs> Learning that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I love you to death for sharing that with us. I appreciate you so much for calling in and being so transparent and free and open. We appreciate the Cali soul you've become. And that lets me know, trust me, you, you're going to be even better in three months in 90 days you're going to be 10 times better than you are now because you're on the right path so we appreciate you i say yes Ashe, yes yes all right the voice of reason let me get in here and talk to y'all we've been talking to the callers okay and we're talking about this concept that i believe to be true that what we go through is part of the ingredient to borrow from Reggie, is part of the necessary ingredient that grows us up spiritually. But it does so in the face of free will. So you still have a choice to de-evolve or accept the challenge that the hurt is offering. The hurt is challenging you to evolve. I see pain as an indicator, just like in a car. When that check 
engine light comes on. That's pain. Saying, hey, there's certain beliefs, there's certain uh, uh, issues or certain things that you bring to the table that have yet to be reconciled within you. But that still doesn't let the person who hurt you off the hook. They have their own lessons. They have their own mission to accomplish in this dance of pain. Colin Tippin says it this way. Through relationship, we grow and learn. Through relationship, we heal and are returned to wholeness and truth. We need others to mirror our misconceptions and our projections to help us bring repressed material to consciousness for healing. Repressed material. You can't blame anybody that you hurt. I can't blame anybody that I've hurt. But I know what happened can be for the benefit of both of us. Uh, I, I, I know people don't want to hear it that way, but I, I know. We're not taught to look at what is, right? And say, look what I've created in my life. Isn't that interesting? Instead, we are taught to judge, to lay blame, to accuse, to play victim and seek revenge. Neither are we taught to think that our lives are directed by forces other than our own conscious mind. But in truth, they are. Colin Tippin. The truth is that there is no such thing as a negative emotion. Emotions only become bad and have a negative effect on us when they are repressed, denied, and or unexpressed. Positive thinking is really just another form of denial. Now listen to him when he says that. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You heard me talk about toxic positivity. Toxic positivity can prevent you from embracing the difficulty of the moment. Embrace it without judgment. What part of me is a beacon for this experience? I know people don't want to hear it that way, but it, I have to say it. You know, I really love another guru. Uh, Paramahansa Yogananda. And for him, you know, he created self-realization and, you know, for him, he believed that for the yogi and for the spiritual aspirant, forgiveness is part and parcel, you know, to achieving nirvana or moksha or samadhi, uh, elevated state of consciousness. For him, he believed that you could use forgiveness, right, to get to that level. Well, what is, in, what is encompassed in forgiveness? Acknowledgement, consideration, acceptance, uh, a deliberate, intentional desire to repair. Learning is part of forgiveness. Letting go, releasing is part of forgiveness. Responsibility is part of forgiveness. Self-awareness is part of forgiveness, right? 
We talked about contrition. We talked all of these things are part of it. But the reality of it is, if you refuse. To do any of this stuff, you won't not only will you damage the relationship beyond repair, but you don't grow. You yourself, you don't grow. Right. And I'm and I'm speaking of it in two ways from the person who caused the infraction, contrition, apologetics, all of that. You have to, you know, be in a space where you can be trusted again. Right. But then. On the person that's on the other side, the one who has been wronged. Don't revel in it too long. Seek the higher lesson. Not the lower lesson, but seek the higher lesson. Right? Forgiveness is not about denying or forgetting what happened, but rather about recognizing that the past cannot be changed and that holding on to anger or resentment only causes suffering, more of it. It implies that forgiveness is a process of letting go of negative emotions and accepting the reality of the situation rather than dwelling on it and allowing it to continue to affect one's lives. Or a couple's lives. In essence, forgiveness is about releasing oneself from the burden of the past and moving forward with a sense of peace and freedom. I started the conversation and trust me, we just we barely touched the, the tip of the iceberg, but we started it. And I, I want you guys to start thinking along these terms. Listen, I ain't the only one in here with some fire. My homeboy Danny Morrison is up next. I started the fire, but he going to keep it lit. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Nothing but love, appreciation. There it is. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.